Welcome to the Inspiring You Show. I'm Henry, and this, my friends, is a vibrational experience. Remembering the truth of who we are, content is letting Cody to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. All right, friends, let's welcome December in. So this month's energy forecast, this is going to be a mini one. If you are interested in a longer version, you can head to my podcast called The Inspiring You Show. I did a full full December energy forecast that is on there. It is a free resource for you. If you are interested in something that can support you with this month, I did a dosing energy healing session specifically for um, the energies coming in this month. And that is part of my paid podcast subscription. And it I'm already hearing it's it's only, we just did it on Saturday and I'm already hearing from many people that they've already done it a couple times and they're already finding it really helpful. So, okay, let's dig in. So this month's energy forecast continues to emphasize, right? Revitalizing the nervous system and nurturing ourselves during transformative times. And so if you listen to last month's, we were talking about how the nervous system really needed extra support. And so it is continuing this month. Um, the color connection to this month is the violet color. It is moving from the icy blue in November to the violet color. So violet color is symbolizing the December cosmic energy, encouraging introspection and transformation. So what that means then, if you are somebody who in meditation connects in with light colors, then you may want to connect into the violet color. Let yourself be showered in it. If you are somebody who also layers in meditation modalities or modalities like Reiki energy healing, you can turn on Reiki and do a violet infused Reiki energy healing meditation. So this means though, violet color symbolizing the cosmic connecting into the cosmic energy, encouraging introspection and transformation. So we are going to be going over journal questions because this month we're being really encouraged to go deeper in terms of our uh, introspection so one of the themes of this month is reassess and rearrange values and priorities. So emphasizing really reassessing values and priorities to align with your personal growth. And this means though, discipline and commitment are also crucial as we are seeking to uncover our true selves away from societal norms, if you will. And with that, in terms of reassessing and rearranging values and priorities, it doesn't like in terms of our values and priorities, it is okay if somebody has different values and priorities. It's just about us recognizing and respecting that we all have different choices here. And with it, then it doesn't mean that, you know, it you have in in order to be friends with somebody that you have to have all the same values and priorities. That's that's not what it's about. It's about understanding what your values and priorities are. And some of them may come to a completion and you may be calling in terms of new values and priorities. And so I'll give you an example in my own life. You know, once upon a time, I was working in television as an executive producer. I was working 18 hour days, seven days a week. And yes, I did love my career. I loved what I was doing, but I was also really just so focused on work that I had an imbalance in my personal life. And now like one of my values is in terms of freedom and having more, having more, more time in my personal life. So I can also cultivate different things that I love doing. For instance, 
I have a knitting group that is new to me this year and I've been learning how to knit and I really love having time to go and meet up with my group and knit and have a delicious latte while I'm knitting. And we do this during the week on a, usually it's on a Tuesday. Whereas before, when I was really valuing, like, my God, I'm starting my career and I'm, I'm really, you know, working my, my way in and, and, and learning and growing, I had a different value. And so then, then at some point I just came to completion with it. It's not right, wrong, good, about it's the isness and we are empowered co-creators. So recognizing that things can shift and change. And if you have friends that are still then valuing something that you once valued, you can appreciate that. And you can have like respect for that because maybe you've done it, but you can also appreciate that maybe now you've finished it and not out of any kind of, you know, and just using discernment, not out of any judgment. It's just, we're making different choices. And in that we're empowered co-creators. And so really learning how to then understand and appreciate that you know, we can have similarities, but we can also have differences. And in our differences, it doesn't mean that we still can't be in in a space of compatibility with one another and recognizing like, wow, that's amazing. I'm really, I'm really happy that you are choosing this in your life. And then they ask you where you are and maybe you're choosing something similar or different, but it, all of it is about is introspection and transformation and recognizing where are you in this moment? And is there anything that's being called to be reassessed and rearranged in terms of values and priorities? So I also knew that values was going to values and priorities were coming into play probably about a month ago, because in some of my private sessions with my clients, all of a sudden the word values and priorities kept coming into play. And that's always an indication for me and my human that, oh, okay, this is going to, this is important this information. And this is probably going to lead to part of one of the themes for the, uh, for the energy the next month. Anyway. So friends, the journey encourages you to focus on your inner growth with no distractions. And I know it can be challenging, especially during the holiday season, but that's where though the discipline and commitment are coming in and really utilizing that commitment to your self growth. So utilizing tools also to support yourself moving forward as it can help us navigate past patterns and align our values with our personal growth, with where we are now, not where we were. And so the upcoming month really brings a renewed focus on connection, creativity, beauty, and prosperity, foster fostering genuine interactions and letting go of unchosen obligations with mindfulness, compassion, and care, my friends. So in, in doing this work, oftentimes I am meditating and I am meditating and I am getting downloads and, you know, sometimes I'll call my team, team of light spirit guides for highest good. But what has been coming into play more and more is that the importance of lunar energy swings, particularly in December, which is going to facilitate the activation of mystical elements and reveal hidden aspects 
Lunar energy, and we've we've had this before, but it's coming in a whole nother way. Lunar energy is linked also to opening of the heart. The high heart is opening in a whole nother level this month and awakening also of the third eye, enhancing intuitive capabilities. So the lunar energy is linked to the opening of the heart and the awakening of the third eye, enhancing intuitive capabilities. So friends, understanding and sharpening your intuition, our intuition involves also examining how it operates within us and impacts our lives. So you want to really be mindful of the nuances and envision a balanced life where our intuition serves as a constructive tool for ourselves and others. So with that, friends, I think that's probably one of the most challenging things I, you know, in terms of working with my clients where there's, there's not always an understanding of how intuition works or the nuances. And if you are wanting more information, I would suggest heading to my podcast, The Inspiring You Show, because I really talk a lot about that in the full energy update. And I also give examples of how it works with me. But remember, how it works with me or someone else may not be how it works with you. And because we each have a uniqueness of how we maybe hear, see, or facilitate in our connection to our intuition. So just be open to, you know, how, and, and be open and, and wonder of how it works with you, how your intuition works with you. How do you, what are the signs that you get and how to actually understand and decipher the signs? I think that's probably also, you know, one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves is really understanding how we decipher the information that is being given and not just from a static point of view. I think sometimes, you know, we see something and it's, it's like, oh yeah, that, but it's, it can be static information. It's, it's about then how are you facilitating that information into your life in a way that's more active in the participation. So I really encourage you to uh, be in wonder about your intuition and and do some research on how you navigate and what are the signs that you're getting? How do you work with your intuition? What are the nuances? And then how do you utilize the information to help yourself cultivate um, being on this journey and allowing yourself to evolve in this progression? So Speaking of allowing them, the next theme is the concept of allowing. So that's another one of the themes of this month, the energy themes. The concept of allowing is essential for self-transformation and also determining what we are allowing in this now moment and what we are then, you know, being in completion of and we are letting go of. So what are you allowing? And that's also just in that, in the positive and the negative and so, you know, what we are allowing, like when I was working 18 hour days, seven days a week, I wasn't necessarily allowing myself to be in a lot of um, play or have just different experiences in my personal life because I was so, so focused on career, 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 work, work, work. I spent most of my time on, um, on TV sets, you know, working um, you know, also traveling a lot and I did have some amazing experiences and I'm really, I really appreciate the experiences, but I also, there are things that, um, I, I wasn't essentially allowing myself to be in, you know, I mean, we had a thing in, when I was working in, when I was working in the industry, in the entertainment industry, it's, you kind of knew if, 
if um, if a friend was getting married and you you hope to go, but if you were on a show, especially if you were on a show that was, you know, you were in another city, you may not have been able to go to the wedding and your friends in the industry, in the entertainment industry, everyone kind of understood that, you know, it, it's like you kind of get a pass, but if it was, you know, for somebody that was friends and family that I grew up with, then they didn't may not, and they didn't work in the in entertainment industry. They may not understood that. And so there are just things that I wasn't allowing myself to necessarily, um, to, to experience because I was really focused on one path, which at that time was beneficial for me. I'm in a different time now. And so now I have different values and what I'm allowing is different than what I was before. And so you kind of want to look at it from both ways, not right, wrong, good or bad. There's an isness because it's all about through the eyes of evolving. So as we approach the end of the year, it is crucial to ask ourselves what habits, patterns, or behaviors we are ready to shed and what new experiences, beliefs, or energies we could invite into our lives. So setting goals and writing down intentions can help us move forward into 2023, uh, into 2024, I mean, sorry about that, moving forward into 2024, reflecting on what we intend to allow in our life, both negative and positive Another one, another um, another theme coming into play in December that is actually from October is there's a whole nother level of activation on bringers of peace. And so you may have heard me talk about this before. Um, I got activated on a whole nother level in October where it was like really clear for me, one of my, one of my, one of my missions, if you will, is really to lean into peace even more and bringers of peace. And there's a rise, rising call for peace globally. So you may also be somebody who is getting that call for being a bringer of peace. So just know that there's a whole nother activation of this. And as we enter a transformative era, it is really crucial to gain clarity and commitment toward our mission of peace, balancing personal needs with caring for the world is of utmost importance. Also, another theme is the emergence of the high heart, and it signifies a state of being where the heart truly understands, senses, and views life from a calm, intuitive, and encompassing perspective. It is, in, it is really crucial then to self-reflect on how you are dealing with certain themes, and another theme that is coming to play this month on another level and I, and I bring this in with a space of the utmost care and loving kindness and sensitivity. Um, another theme is death, shock, and loss. And I honestly, I mentioned this not to stir up emotional responses within you, but to really encourage all of you to be mindful, utilize tools, not only for yourself, but also being able to be mindful of others because there is just a lot of things going on where people are in the process of processing a lot of healing that's happening. So just to bring in, bring in that in and just a reminder to use tools and process. There is a book that years ago um, I did called the grief recovery method. It's actually also a program that you can work with a grief recovery specialist. I definitely recommend if you are somebody going through loss and grief and not really understanding the waves of it or or some of the things that you're experiencing, it can really help to have support. Also, there are loss and grief support groups that I, I would recommend as well. That can also 
really just help, just help you through difficult times. Um, another one of the themes is we are reintroducing wonder and joy into our lives on a whole nother level. So friends, what brings you joy? What brings you joy? And this would go with the allowing too, where where maybe there's something that you've been wanting to do, but you haven't really just allowed yourself to do it. But in your heart, you get really excited about the possibility of it. And it just already brings you joy just to think about it. So maybe then sign up for that class or, or let yourself go and do what you've been wanting to do. And, and this is where also the discipline and commitment comes in, make that commitment to your own self-care to let yourself be in that wonder and joy and do something and try something you've always wanted to. Okay, friends. So with that, also allowing ourselves to welcome help and support, enhancing our capacity to experience these moments of wonder. So, so with this, you know, it could also be then welcoming the help and support, right? Where I was just talking about the loss and grief support that can also enhance our capacity to experience moments of wonder because we're allowing ourselves to be supported and then engaging meaningfully with our surroundings amid all the global strife that we are, we are presently in. So let yourself um, receive the help or support. Let yourself then also just reintroduce joy in your life in whatever is calling for you. Here are some self-reflection questions, my friends. So one, we've all been shaped by societal norms around what to value, how to behave, who to associate with, what to aim for in life, even what not to desire. By now, it's time to scrutinize, but now it's time to scrutinize all these acquired values, beliefs, and norms. And in this process, one crucial point will be to stay committed and also let yourself let go of being swayed by outer disturbances. And remember, it's not right, wrong, good, or bad. It's an isness. And maybe those beliefs and values and norms served you at one point, but maybe now they've come to completion and you're having a whole new self-realization on things and understanding like, oh, wow, I just no longer resonate to that. And, and with that, then you can come to the completion with that energy. And where are you now? What is it that you are now, you know, connecting to? So let yourself take some time to reflect on this question and journal. I would recommend maybe doing meditation beforehand. And if you can doing an energy healing mindfulness meditation to clear yourself and then allow yourself to download the information and maybe even doing some automatic writing with this. Okay. Question number two, as you tread through the weeks of this month, several, several pertinent questions will guide you on the most beneficial path. Consider who or what requires your forgiveness to keep moving. And, and this could be yourself who requires forgiveness. And with this, it doesn't mean that you're going to forget situations. It just means that you're allowing yourself to process any of the feelings, the experiences, the emotions, the thoughts come to completion with it and allowing then the light to come in to fill in the spaces for your highest good. So that way you can evolve and keep moving forward. Okay. So the next question is number three, it's about time to post signposts around your space, reminding you, my friends, of the importance of maintaining healthy boundaries for your own progress. So just be prepared for then with that, there could be an array of responses from others that 
that just may be confused about what's happening and they there may be they may be grounded in fear such as judgment rejection or delusion but with that friends if you are grounded and aligned and you really have shifted from 3D to 5D and you're in that energy of love and vibrational frequency then you can hold compassion and you can be a bridge of light, but that doesn't mean that you're going to lose your healthy boundary. You still can connect and be a bridge of light with people. You're just, you're just having different healthy energetic boundaries and maintaining them. So you just want to check in. And if you are somebody who is, you know, you feel like you're not completely grounded and aligned and you're not going to be able to maintain that high vibrational frequency, then it's okay to take space, let yourself take space and do the necessary processing work and then be able to come back. So you just want to, you know, check in, see, check in with yourself frequently also for the same reactions, because, um, you know, it could be that maybe somebody in your life is also, you know, looking at their maintaining healthy boundaries. And with you, you could then feel like, you know, you're in some responses of, you know, fear, judgment, rejection, or delusion. And so you just want to check in with yourself frequently as well for these same reactions. And remember, it's not right, wrong, good, or bad. It's the isness. And it's about then letting yourself work with these emotions of like, what is the wisdom that they're bringing? And what is the information? Is it from present life? Is it from anything from past events in this present life? Or is it if you somebody who connect with past lives or also who do maternal tonal lineages, ancestry work? Is it something that was handed down through the ancestry in terms of this emotion? And is there any thoughts connected to it as well or any storylines? And let yourself process the storylines and emotions, come to completion with it when you're ready. And then from there, let yourself call in new energies. Um, that's where intention writing, intention setting can come in. So friends, as you tread through the weeks of this month, there are just really several pertinent questions that will guide you in the most beneficial path. One, again, consider who or what your forgive, who or what requires your forgiveness to keep moving forward. And again, that could be yourself. This could surprisingly be yourself for countless reasons. Maybe, um, maybe you have found that you've been deviating from your own commitments, acting contrary to your own values and principles, not meeting an intended goal, but being excessively dependent or also overly disappointed in situations or people just to name a few and that's where then letting yourself be accountable and bringing in a lot of love, care, compassion for the human. And then when you're ready, letting yourself process to eventually move forward. Okay. The next question is what kind of life do you envision for yourself? So what kind of life do you envision for yourself? And this is where you can have fun. Let yourself be in that, that joy, that wonder, that childlike state of just imagining, visualizing, and letting yourself dream big and being in the joy of that experience. Um, the next question is, do you aim for a balanced life where your intuition serves as a constructive tool, creating harmony in both your life and those around you? So this is really an important question because this goes along with the intuition and the nuances and understanding and deciphering intuition 
Because what's amazing about everything that we've been going through is more and more people are talking about messages that they're getting, channeling that they're doing, which is amazing. Friends, everybody is intuitive. Everybody has the ability to channel and receive messages. The challenge is, is that is that people may not understand how to utilize the information and also whether or not it's beneficial to share the information. Um, sometimes people get so excited about receiving information that they just are going on and they're just like going online, making videos and blurting the information out without really um, understanding, okay, what is this really about? And then they're utilizing um, videos to like process it, which, which is then, yes, you can do that. But is this really for social media? Is this really for the public um, at this time? Because if there is not a full clarity for yourself, and then you're thinking that this is a message for just anyone, yes and no, it may be, but it also might be that you're not allowing yourself fully to sit with the nuances and go through the layers of understanding your intuition. And, and with that, it, it may not be fully clear. And so you just kind of want to check in, you know, do you aim for a balanced life where your intuition serves as a constructive tool, creating harmony in both your life and those around you? Do you aim for a balanced life where your intuition serves as a constructive tool, creating that harmony in both your life and in others around you. Um, also then the next question um, is to explore the idea of allowing. So explore the idea of allowing, placing yourself in the inquiring lane, ask yourself, what am I allowing? What am I allowing? Pose this question from both a negative and positive perspective. Allowance isn't just about what you might be letting in negatively. It also has a positive side, like am I permitting myself the experience of joy, happiness, or abundance? Or all three. Um, because in some ways, happiness is a little bit different than the energy of joy. Um, has a slight frequency change. So are you letting yourself do something that might bring positivity to yourself and also maybe someone else? And even though you might have initial doubts about it. So allowing is all about giving ourselves permission to enjoy or friends to discard particular aspects of our life, to let ourselves be in completion of something. So for me, when I was ready to career transition from working in as an executive producer in reality television in documentary work. It was challenging. Um, it's not something that I, I, my human was taking lightly, even though I was getting a call to, to change paths. I was at the crossroads and let me tell you, I didn't necessarily want to change. I was, I stayed in that crossroads for a little bit in that struggle and that struggle bus of, Oh, I don't know. Um, but in the end, it was actually really beneficial for me to come to completion with it. And it was just about myself allowing a new experience and a new way of uh, completely living. And, and yeah, my life completely transformed and changed from it. But it was, it was challenging. And I did go through some loss and grief and some other things that I had to process. And it took some time and I had to be patient with it. And I had to really love myself through the experience. So that is the question for that number six. What are you allowing? What am I allowing? 
And number seven is, so now is the ideal time to ask yourself, are there any habits, patterns, or behaviors in your life that you are ready to shed? Are there things also that you would like to get help with? And on the other side of that coin, what new experiences, belief, or energies could you invite into your life? Is there something that you've always wanted, but you haven't dedicated the time and focus to allow yourself to manifest it? Consider what you want to create for yourself and direct some intentional energy towards it, my friends. Okay, the next theme, the, I mean, the next question, looking ahead, an important theme reappears. What do you consciously welcome into your life or better yet? What are the things you desire to invite more into your life? The end of the year provides a prime opportunity to contemplate the future. There's a collective surge of energy that comes in as one year ends and another begins. And of course, changes in your life can occur at any time. But there's something about the cusp of December and January that puts it all in a reflect put, puts us all in a reflective mood. Thanks in part to the tradition of New Year's resolutions. So check in and see what do you consciously welcome into your life. Number nine, set some intentions and goals and then articulate them out loud. Uh, write down your intentions and goals of what you want to attract in your life. If you, for example, are feeling isolated and would you be open then to inviting possibly a new friendship or an enriching community or even maybe, maybe fostering uh, an animal, a pet, being a caretaker of an animal or a pet into your life. So crafting these intentions can also, my friends, stir up emotion and energy in your body, revealing why you may have been resisting these changes. So remember, your body keeps the score. And if you haven't read that book by Dr. Bessel van der Kloek, I definitely recommend it. I recommend listening to it. I found it, it's a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a read, which I definitely, I, I found listening to it much easier. Um, but you might also be somebody who likes to read in that physical form aspect. So whatever calls to you, but I definitely recommend that book. So the body can keep the score and your body has been keeping information for you when you are ready. So when you are writing, when you are journaling, just notice if there's any kind of stirring of any emotions, any kind of stirring of any energy in your body, any kind of tightness revealing why you may have been resisting these changes. So if you write down a certain intention, you know, for instance, you know, I would like to call in some new friendships for the highest good, which by the way, new friendships are an intention that often come in from my private clients. I have clients that are young from children up to adults. So I've had intentions about friendships, probably from kids that are like six, seven, up until like people that are in their eighties. So, and I've had them from all ages, from teenagers, from 20 somethings, 30 somethings, 40 somethings, 50 somethings, 60 somethings, 70 somethings, 80 somethings. So I say this because oftentimes I have clients that are a little bit, they feel a little bit embarrassed saying it. And I'm like, y'all, it is so much more of talk about a norm. <laughs> that is a norm where people, we just, some, some people have some, you may have friendships for life 
but you also might have them for a season and that's completely okay. And so an intention could be, you know, I want to call in new friendships with, you know, that have healthy relationships where maybe they've done some sort of self um, work where um, they understand in terms of how to do repair work. Like repair work is really important to me. Uh, people who they may not have gone through some of these classes that I've taken, um, some of these mindfulness classes or um, some of these classes for communication or nonviolent communication or some of these other classes where it talks about how to do repair work, but they may have in their own way learned how to do it. So repair work comes with where maybe something has happened in the situation of the relationship and in the relationship, you know, maybe one or both people made a mistake. And so then can you communicate the best to your ability to then say, I'm really sorry if um, something was said or, or something, I did something that, that, you know, hurt feelings or caused some sort of harm. I'm really sorry. And can you forgive me? And, and then learn how to, how can we then best move forward to support one another? And that's then doing repair work. And to me, that's an intention that's really important. And so if you're somebody who is then looking for new community or friendships, that could be an intention that you write down. But as you're writing that intention down, if there's any kind of tightness or any kind of fear and anxiety comes up, like you're all of a sudden you feel like you're getting gut punched. Maybe something happened to you when you are a child or, or whenever, and your body is holding on to that tension. And so you want to then acknowledge this because your body's been keeping the information for you when you are ready to listen. So then listen to what your body says as you write. So writing down your intentions is not just a mental exercise, but also a way to mobilize energy within your body and then use your tools to then clear out any kind of stuck negative energy, any non-beneficial thoughts, let yourself use, use the tools to process and clear out. So that way, then you can call in your new intention for the highest good. Otherwise you could still be staying in the same frequency from the past because the energy from the past hasn't been cleared out. So let yourself be in that multidimensional experience of using the tools and also learning how your body is constantly giving you information. Your body has a lot of intuitive information for you. So let yourself start listening to the nuances. Okay. So here's another um, question. How here is a, um, so this one is about wonder. As you can see, there's many questions about the wonder and joy right now, which is why it's a big topic and theme coming into this month. So when did you last feel awe-inspired by your life? So when did you last feel awe-inspired? When did you last feel awe-inspired by your life, the world around you or someone else? You know, when you, um, I love it when you unexpectedly get into one of those conversations where it just feels so amazing and you feel like you're just so inspired and you're just hanging on each other's words and you're, you're in it. And, and it just, it just feels so like, to me, it just feels like I love these certain type of conversations where you're just like, to me, it's like, 
really connecting and talking and, and, and you find something that you're both interested in, you're going back and forth on it. And to me, it just like, I just feel so lit up in those moments. And so that's like an awe-inspiring experience for me. And I love, um, I love kind of when I stumble upon in them and it just brings so much joy and wonder to me. So for you though, when did you last feel awe-inspired by your life, the world around you or someone else? When was the last time also friends that you found joy in the mundane? And that one for me is interesting because sometimes when I'm, <laughs> when I'm like, okay, I got to do the dishes or laundry, I'm like, uh, and I'm like, okay, let's just take a moment and meditate. And how can I find joy in mundane? How can I find joy, joy in it? And I actively use the tools for it. Um, yeah, but friends, you know, if you're coming up blank, don't worry. Now is the perfect opportunity to allow yourself or to rekindle that feeling. And so let yourself discover that and set an intention. Okay. So the last journal question friends is really more of something to allow yourself to experience if you wish to. So this is the holiday season. And with this, there's a certain type of energy in the air, a certain like, if you will, merriness in the air, whether or not you're somebody who celebrates holidays or not, there is a certain merriness that you might be able to feel. So with that, then allow yourself to receive miracles and have that life shift in inspirational and awe-inspiring ways that feel that heart happiness, joy, gratitude, abundant filled with love, heart, joy, prosperity, heart connectedness, and the wonder and splendor of being here on earth at this time that really allows for the belief of how spectacular it really can be. And I know I'm saying this, and I know that there are a lot of challenges going on in the world. You can still have empathy and compassion and still do things to support in whatever way you can. But remember, we're multidimensional beings. So it is also possible for you to help and support. And you might be processing loss and grief. You might also be processing, you know, the shock or or things or trying to help out certain situations. But you also can be in peace and have these moments of joy or miracle mindedness and and letting yourself be in that. You know, for me with this month also, um, as I mentioned, there's a whole nother activation to intuition. And so part of it for me is like seeing in the wonder of how that looks and experiences. And I've had many moments with some of my neighbors and friends where already we have like thought of the same thing at the same time. And we've called and texted each other. And, and I feel like there's a whole nother level of telepathic communication and that just brings in this miracle, this miracle experience for me, this awe-inspiring ways, and also this deep gratitude of just being here, of being connected. And just those moments just remind me of how incredible it can really be in light and physical form being here on earth. So for you, let yourself dive into it. And what does that mean to you? And and let yourself take some time for this one for gratitude and also do some introspection on whether or not you've already been in some miracles and had some life shifts that are inspirational and awe-inspiring and write down what they are 
and write down about the gratitude and feel that gratitude and that heart joy and that love. And so that is it, my friends, for this short mini one with the journal questions. And before we go, we always do want to release from it. And so you can say this after me if it resonates with you. And the reason why we do this is because there can just be um, different links and you always want to just clear the links and let the light fill in. So you can repeat after me if this resonates for you. And also you can change any language that does not work for you. So I say spirit world, spirit guides for highest good. I asked to break the links with this podcast episode. I asked to break the links with social media. I asked to break the Reiki links, leaving only harmony and balance at either ends. I also asked to clear any residual energies being held in my body as a result of the links. I asked light Reiki fill all the void cells, rejuvenating, refreshing, revitalizing for my highest good with ease and grace. And so it is. May peace be with all of you. Thank you so much for joining me, my friends.